Thank you for downloading this New Zealand Sports Radio show. We have a new way that you can support us. There is a link in the notes down below where you can make a one-off donation to New Zealand Sports Radio. Thank you for support and uh, enjoy the show. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to the Driving Wall Show. I'm Paul. I'll be your host this morning, this evening, sorry, on Tuesday at 8pm, our new time slot for the uh, Driving Wall Show. Yeah, moved from its normal um, Monday slot and uh, this is hopefully going to be a new permanent um, slot for the show, folks. Um, so, uh, yeah, uh, that's when it's going to be. It's funny playing around with my camera there. That's uh, probably a better uh, position. Um, for it. So what are we going to talk about this week? Well, uh, let's be honest, we've had some NPC action and uh, also um, some uh, the Rugby Championship action as well. So we'll have a chat about both um, of those. Uh, um, perhaps not seen as much of the rugby as I liked and it looks like I'm going to be on my own. So uh, we some get, uh, we'll go into detail on a couple of games. The rest of them, I guess, we'll just have to bring you up to date with the scores and kind of what it means overall rather than necessarily uh, be able to talk about uh, the games themselves, but uh, um, that's uh, unfortunately has been how it's been. It seems to have been this NPC season. I've not got to not much more watch as many games um, as I would normally have done. But I was at uh, Waikato versus Southland. So we've got a series of interviews from those from those games. From, sorry, from that game uh, to bring you as well. So uh, look out for those. But before we do all of that, um, let's uh, kick on through the um, uh, the news that's. Uh, has been out there. First off, congratulations to um, Arnie Severe and his um, wife, um, Saskia, um, with the, for the birth of their um, son. Uh, so congratulations on that. So I hope uh, both mum and child are both uh, doing um, well there. Um, looks like it as uh, Arnie Severe is back in the All Black squad. So uh, you'd uh, think that things were going well, which is great news um, for the uh, Severe family. Uh, well done. Uh, well done to his, uh, his wife and uh, congratulations to them. Um, on uh, the uh, other uh, end of it, uh, sad to hear um, the passing of Eddie Butler, uh, the uh, ex-Welsh player and always player from Wales and also uh, a commentator um, up in the UK, a regular on the BBC for the uh, Six Nations in particular. And uh, yes, he took a bit of ribbit, ribbing um, for some of his, his pronunciations and some of his uh, commentary style, but uh, um, it's uh, always uh, a good person to listen to. And, and one of those voices that you knew who you were listening to 
one of the um, characters uh, on the microphone, um, unlike sometimes when you get, think you can get, or when you get this kind of generic um, callers, you're not quite sure who it is, but he was definitely a personality and people and uh, um, thoughts with his uh, family there and, um, and yeah, he'll be lost, he'll be uh, missed uh, in the game. Um, moving on, um, a person who uh, a person who's moving on is uh, Mitch Brown, who is uh, head, heading off to Japan. Uh, the uh, 29-year-old will be leaving uh, the Chiefs and Taranaki. So uh, congratulations to him on his two-year deal with the um, Yokohama Cannon Eagles. Um, and will definitely be uh, in the depth chart at, um, at the Chiefs. Uh, not someone who was kind of uh, threatening to make uh, all blacks, but always a very good sort of super rugby player. Uh, and someone that, uh, yeah, a big part uh, in the Chiefs over the um, last few years. So good luck to him um, as uh, he heads um, over um, seas with um, that one. Um, the uh, And so let's get on then with um, some of the rugby from um, the weekend. We'll kick off um, with the uh, All Blacks um, against... Uh, the uh, Wallabies, which happened on a Thursday night. They will come back and uh, have a chat uh, about the MPC action, which started last Wednesday um, when I had uh, the, um, uh, when I had the, uh, what do you call it, when I had the, uh, was that Wakanda versus Southern? And Simon's brought up a point about um, that uh, Rugby Europe uh, has uh, announced um, a format for the International Championship uh, competition, um, which uh, looks uh, um, like uh, an eight team split um, with them. Um, Two groups of four uh, for the next two seasons um, with uh, Romania, Georgia in opposite groups. So it all looks, uh, uh, looks like they're trying to expand that next level beneath um, the Six Nations, which had uh, which used to be a six six nation tournament. So uh, if they make it now a, a um, an eight team tournament, we're trying to spread rugby uh, in in Europe, which can only be a good thing. All right, let's have a chat about um, the um, letters low now. Uh, 80 minutes of talking points, all of which have been forgotten because of one thing at the end, <laughs> is probably uh, how this one um, should go. Uh, I, um, a bunch of talking points in here. I mean, look, um, having um, uh, uh, what do you call it? Having fireworks in a closed um, in a closed stadium really was a bit of a joke uh, and uh, made it very foggy uh, in there to start off the game. It kind of uh, helped with um, yeah, player welfare and was playing smoke. Um, coughing the guts up. So, um, yeah, it was all a bit, a bit silly. Um, a very quick start, or a quick start by the All Blacks. Getting a try on three minutes. Um, and then uh, as they went out to 10-0 after 10 minutes, you're thinking this one is, uh, tweeting at the time, this is going to be a long night um, for the Wallabies. Uh, and it looks uh, like uh, you're going to be a dominant, um, uh, a dominant performance by the uh, by the All Blacks. But it wasn't to be. Um, and... Uh, after 25 minutes, uh, the Wallabies will pull it back to 10 all uh, with uh, Papuli heading off for a, um, a yellow card. And the Wallabies have had a, um, a disallowed try um, as well because uh, they uh, didn't um, manage to um, uh, get uh, score that try. And that was, uh, I think, a bit of a tough one there, to be honest with you. Um, when a player who's holding it and their wrist on the hand that's holding the ball touches the ground, the ball doesn't. Uh, and um, over 100 years, that try would have been given. Um, but only for TMO um, and uh, slow, slow mo replays to uh, to disallow it. Uh, it be, be given um, all day long uh, in the club game. 
um, where you don't have uh, TMOs. But um, so, yeah, I'm not sure about that. I, I, that's obviously the correct um, call um, according to the laws, but uh, I would like the hand that's holding the ball to be count as the hand. Um, so uh, if you get the you get the back of the hand down that's holding the ball, then to me that um, that should be a try. So um, so yeah, this point for the Wallabies um, at, uh, at that at that point. Um, Nocturnal rights thinks that Callaway scored that one with the ball touching the grass. Well, uh, I'm not sure I agree. Uh, I don't think it did actually, but um, as I say I still think it should have, the, the try should have stood um, at that point. And we then soon after that yellow card, Fabulhi, we also lost. Um, both Habili and Sam Kane at two um, uh, HIAs. Um, and uh, boy, the, the next sort of big talking point then um, was uh, the two yellow cards. First off to Wright and also to Swain within the same ruck. Um, Darcy Swain is up for the judiciary tomorrow, I believe, to find out how long his ban is going to be as he's been cited for it. And yes, it was a red um, and uh, causing a lot of damage to uh, Quint Pyre. Um, and we wish Quint Pyre a speedy recovery from that one but don't come back too soon get yourself properly ready uh don't need breaking down again um the on that one and suddenly the all backs had no more back replacements having lost Havili already um to a concussion and then also uh losing to Pyre um who had come on uh then uh, so after 35 minutes it already had been uh I say already already used at the bench um Takilaho then also had a, a try disallowed and at halftime, it was um, 10 all uh, in that one. Second half, um, a bit the same. A quick start by um, the uh, uh, by the um, uh, by the All Blacks getting a try to Takiyaho, um, and then uh, and what is it? Survived that double yellow pretty well, um, getting themselves uh, only only 13 17. Um, so um, it was 10 all going into that one. So. To lose the, uh, the the ten minutes of two, of, losing, of missing two players, three to seven was a very good result by um, the um, uh, by the uh, by, by the Wallabies. Um, they then um, that went, went out to um, uh, to uh, ten to thirty one. Um, so um, oh sorry, missing thirty thirty one. Sorry, I got my wrong score there. As the Allbacks pulled out to a big lead. Um, and you think you're right, this one is all over. Um, yeah, as they get 13 to 31. Sorry, I wrote, typed down, um, wrote down the wrong score there. Um, after 54 minutes, um, Lomax, I think, should have been carded. I think the Wally's got off. I think Wally's got lucky, uh, unlucky there, and Lomax got lucky, um, for that tip at the ruck, um, on that one. And um, so I thought he should have done, but they, and you've got to say, hat tip to um, the Wallabies to come back from 13 to 31 down. To be leading 37-34 um, with just three minutes to go. Um, the All Blacks really will uh, be uh, kicking themselves for not closing the game out when they were um, what is that um, 18 points up, so three scores up. Um, to uh, allow any team to come back or for a team to come back is uh, yeah, it, it, you, you've got to say well I've had to turn for doing so, but um, you shouldn't be allowing teams um, to get back. Um, like that one. Um, question about your forward pass in this one, and there's also a question about a forward pass in the um, Springboks, uh, also Puma Springboks game um, as well. But look, we know that those ones that are uh, that are marginal are not going to get called. Um, I was at some um, game uh, counties, uh, and I said, look, referees is not calling forward passes tonight. 
either way. Um, so, look, um, we need to, to uh, get a guess look. Uh, looking at all those ones so tightly, um, it's uh, you, you're going to get away with them. Unless the referee is absolutely in line, it's not um, going to get uh, um, get called for that one. Um, the uh, Coming then down to the end then, and there were a couple of uh, dumb calls. I mean, it was uh, the thing that led to um, uh, led to a try was when uh, the Wallys didn't clear. They've got turned over early on. Um, didn't clear the back of the ruck, and they could see they're going to get um, pushed over. Uh, kind of ruck. Um, and yeah, so there was definitely some not clever play um, by the Wallabies in this one, and that included what happened at the end. There, you have a penalty, and you stood there just holding the ball. The referee tells you to play. You've got to kick it. The similar thing happened in the spring box to the um, Argentina game uh, towards the end where the Springboks had the lead and the Springboks wasted a similar amount of time, but they did it by doing things. So they kicked it out and then slowly walked the line. Um, if the Wallabies have done that, they win the game. But no, Bernard Foley just holds onto the ball and doesn't do anything. Um, and uh, people will say, look, there were penalties or the other plays that, where time was wasted a similar amount of time earlier in the game. You've got to be consistent. Well, look, one of the things is that, uh, as Nigel Owens has said previously, uh, that um, if you uh, the referees could pretty much blow a penalty or an infringement at every single run. But they've got to really decide which ones are actually impacting play. And that's a similar here. So if you take two minutes um, and time waste with, uh, with a half an hour left on the clock, referees are, are not going to be so stringent on it. If you do it, when there's only a couple of minutes left, they are going to be because impacting plays, impacting the results, which whereas earlier um, you've, the, the opposition has got time to come back from it. It's not as it's not impacting the game um, as much. Um, and uh, yeah, also that's Geordie scoring out wide um, with that final score of 37 to 39. So I think, look, um, Bernard Foley's got no one else to blame but himself um, for that. Um, the uh, referee, um, the same day, look, but this hasn't been called before. Uh, it's not consistent. It's not called before because players don't just stand there holding the ball for two minutes or however long it was. Um, they actually kick it out and then slowly walk up and time waste in an active way. It's because he's time wasting in a very passive way and not actually doing anything that, um, uh, that, that, that it was done. So to me, um, dumb play by, dumb decision making by Foley uh, and the uh, Allowing the ref, um, uh, allowing the ref to, uh, to 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 make that call, you shouldn't be in the ref's hand. You shouldn't be. You shouldn't be. You should take the ref out of the game um, at that one um, with that one. And to me, uh, yeah, not trying to ref bottle it all the time over time wasting. Um, yeah, but it's this was very clearly impacting the game, um, and hence that's why this one um, uh, got uh, got called. As he says, Moranga twice over 60 seconds in the game, but not called. True, but they weren't at a crucial in that crucial last two or three minutes of the game. And that's the difference. And he was um, lining up a kick or he was actually actively kind of moving, not just standing, holding the ball, looking around. Um, and that's the difference between the between these two situations. Or between those situations is that he was just when in the game and how he was going about it were both um, bad and allowing the referee to make that call. Um, you've got to take referee out of the game. I'm sorry. Um, so um, a tough one, clearly, for the Wallabies. Um, but uh, shown great hearts come back from that 
13 to 31 down uh, to, uh, to lose it 37 to 39. Um, for Nick White to tell the referee you've lost us the rugby championship, sorry, no, you lost it yourself by uh, by not kicking out, I'm afraid, on that one. Um, so the key talking points, I think, from the um, All Blacks um, game um, on uh, this one. Um, yes, Dr. Morales, you have to see what we'll really say about the complaint from Ari. Well, look, uh, it's reportedly that they are you that Rugby Australia has um, complained. Whether they actually have or not, we don't really know. Um, and it's all get swept under the carpet and dealt with behind closed doors. It won't be. This, this is not a transparent sport, let's be honest. Uh, and um, I'll get on to, uh, to that, actually. So looking forward then to the second one. Um, and um, looking at stuff uh, and they're going right. Yep. So um, um, Sam Kane obviously had the head knock, so he made a doubt for this coming up game. But um, the All Blacks not keen to share any detail about some um, the a pair of starters in that category. So basically, uh, Habili and, and Sam Kane. Right, look, you're trying to be an entertainment business, which means you've got to give information, you've got to entertain during the week, not just at the weekend. Not saying, we're not giving any information out about and keeping stum about Sam Kane and Habili and if they're going to be available, really is not helping to publicize or show the sport. And it's continually doing um, that, uh, uh, that, 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 that kind of behavior um, of uh, let's try and say as little as possible rather than actually trying to give information um, that can engage fans uh, and that can be talked about. Um, it really, it just, it just exas exasperates me um, around uh, how badly rugby union um, is uh, promotes itself. Great to have Rich, Rich, uh, Richard Sterling um, in the chat. So Richie is uh, on our uh, the standoff show, one of our presenters on there. So don't forget to join him. Um, and Brad at 8 p.m. on Wednesday nights for the standoff show. I'll say a couple of weeks left of the NRL, um, and that's uh, our, our league show to so do. Um, do um, uh, do uh, do do that one. Uh, do the catch up show, uh, and he's got tickets for the weekend to go and uh, watch um, Wellington defend the Ranfurly Shield. And we'll get on to talking about that um, later. But boy, oh boy, um, they've got a tough defence uh, coming up. Let's um, be honest. Yeah, it hasn't derived it. Secret scroll is in is uh, NZ DNA. Well, NZ rugby DNA. Um, let's be honest. Um, so uh, there you go. Um, so that's I say that's all the Bledisloe Cup of this weekend at seven pm. Um, I'll be watching it on Saturday at night. So uh, um, if you are watching it, you can uh, chat with me on Twitter at Driving Mall uh, and with and, and come and have a chat during the game. Still, I'm not sure if I'll get up at 4 a.m. for the uh, Springboks versus the uh, Pumas on Sunday morning. Um, have to see uh, exactly what I'm up to this weekend. I might be at a toy fair, um, which could be uh, um, a part of it um, on uh, that one. Um, so the other game in the rugby championship was um, Argentina versus uh, the um, Springboks or, or versus South Africa or Pumas versus Springboks. Um, look, I've not seen this one, I'm afraid. Sorry, folks. Uh, but... Um, Again, another team um, that, uh, that that came back twenty-two six, uh, sorry six to twenty-two um, at um, at halftime. There, South Africa really in control of that game. Only for um, the Pumas to come back and uh, get it back to twenty to twenty-two with uh, ten minutes left to go. Two late tries there, or a one try to uh, game. They tried to put some icing on the top um, as the hooter went. Um, 
put uh, blew it out to 20 to, to, to 36. Um, but so yeah, the um, definitely uh, got themselves back in this one and gave uh, the uh, Springboks a bit of a scare. Um, two yellow cards um, for each side, um, a couple uh, in the first half for the um, Pumas and a couple in the second half for uh, the um, Springboks, um, which was uh, including a uh, penalty try um, for the, which led to the two tries, um, was scored during um, that yellow card or when the Springboks were down with those with those two players um, as LaRue and Quagga Smith both uh, made their way to the sideline um, on that one. Again, Forward pass, I think I mentioned earlier already that's um, on that one. Um, so, um, yeah, uh, well done to um, the Springboks. Uh, that means now uh, that um, in the, uh, the, the the table, um, we have both the, uh, the All Blacks and the Springboks both on 14 points. Um, All Blacks are plus 41 points difference to the uh, Springboks, 26, 28 points difference. Um, Australia. Still can win it though. They're on 10 points. Um, so if they get a bonus point win uh, and the uh, and um, Argentina beats South Africa, then uh, the Spring and Wallabies are still in with a shout of um, winning this game or winning this competition. Sorry. Um, remember that uh, it is at Eden Park this weekend, which uh, is a bit of a fortress for the All Blacks and uh, the Wallabies. Haven't um, played, um, uh, haven't won, sorry, there for a very, um, very Long time. Um, also, points. I was obviously had all the ball and territory in the second half, but uh, could not score enough points just to uh, um, see off uh, the box at the end. Yeah, and look, you've got to score your points at the end of the day. It doesn't matter how much you dominate the actual play, uh, it's about scoring points, and that's what the game is all about. So, let's move on then to um, the uh, NPC. Um, as I say, we had that uh, midweek game um, as. Uh, the um, as um, Waikato um, took on Southland, and uh, at half time, um, at uh, 14 all, this one was um, a, a, a tight one. Southland even took the lead early in the second half, um, but then Waikato pulled away for uh, what ended up being a comfortable 54 to 24 um, points um, win uh, in this one. Um, so, uh, yeah, congratulations to uh, Waikato, they were still undefeated at uh, this point. Um, and uh, so let's, first off, um, I want to have it here from um, a uh, uh, from Solomon Anmalo, who is someone that uh, a couple of years ago, um, I thought was, uh, well, was, was, was within with the, uh, getting called up for the um, All Blacks when he's up the Chiefs. Uh, he's gone, uh, it's, it's, um, uh, sort of hasn't gone so well for him since then, but it's good to see him back um, playing with a smile. So let's hear from Solomon Anmalo um, first. Uh, up, who was a player that I'm just, just happy to see smiling and uh, playing uh, again. Here we are after Waikato versus Southland with uh, Solomon Malo, someone who I didn't realise was quite so tall, um, but <laughs> big boy there, uh, trying to get trying to get myself in the in the picture. But some uh, obviously, look, coming up back back up to uh, FMG Stadium, a stadium that you've known you know very well. Yeah. Um, the uh, and uh, obviously. Obviously, uh, amongst fans who have enjoyed seeing you play, yeah. um, but how has your how has your move down south and gone? Are you are you enjoying it down yeah. there in deep south? Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. I thought, yeah, I enjoy. Um, I'm enjoying the you know the, the environment down there. Obviously, the, ro the results and stuff haven't been going our way, but um, which is you know like um, you know a bit of a downer. But um, yeah, just I think you know a good group of boys and uh, you know a lot of, a lot of teams sort of would have probably would have. You know, dispersed and what is you know like broken by now. But I think um, the group of boys we've got, you know, like putting stick in there, like 
hopefully sort of get a, get a dub over the next two to three weeks. Um, but yeah, good to be back. I love this ground. Um, yeah, came over here for captain's run yesterday and um, yeah, just a lot of memories there and now it's cool to be back, yeah. Well, so it's, uh, it's, it's great to see you back on the pitch as well. Um, but so you're talking about that spirit amongst the team, obviously you, you were 14-0 down that first half, a side that hasn't won a game all season, to, it'd be very easy to crumble at that point, but you guys pull it back to 14-0 at half-time, which really does show the resolve and, and how you guys must actually enjoy playing with each other, even if even when you're not getting the results. Yeah, I think, um, you know, like, I think, yeah, obviously we do want the results and stuff, but, um, yeah, I think you just need to fix up a few things. We, we let the... You know, Waikato team and a bit too easy there. And you know, like a team like that, you can't let them get on top of you. Otherwise, they'll just, um, you know, keep their foot on the throat for the rest of the game. But um, yeah, I think yeah, we we enjoy playing each other or playing with each other. But we just yeah, we just sort of want obviously a result, a couple of results to go way and um, you know that's on it um, to sort of you know like move with. So, yeah. yeah, a bit of a tough ask also having to have. Uh, two if you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Games away on the bounce, I mean, on Saturday, then Wednesday, uh, run fairly shield game, which often takes a lot out of teams. Teams put a lot into that. Mm. So perhaps uh, in that second half, just kind of ran out, ran out of steam a little bit, and that's, uh, and that's when things sort of opened up? Yeah, I think... Um, I'm not sure. Yeah, like, I think... Um, yeah, we, we had a lot of boys sort of get an opportunity today and I think we can't really sort of blame the, you know, the Ranfley Shield Shield game. I think, you know, a lot of us sort of came in and, you know, had an opportunity to take. I think we showed up for that first 40, but, you know, like, it was a good sort of, um, yeah, good sort of, uh, what do you call it, sort of reminder to the boys, you've got to stay on for the for the whole 80 and, um, yeah, just Waikato are too good of a side to, to sort of, you know, fall away, but, yeah. Yeah, up against as well. I guess the number, the number one seed at the moment. So yes, it is. It was a was a tough ask. Um, but uh, thank you for your time. Yeah. And uh, good luck in uh, in getting that result. Because you guys came close with the first the couple of the uh, in the opening rounds. But things have, uh, have 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 got a bit tougher since then. Um, but yeah, good luck for the rest of the season. And yep. thanks so much for your time. Cheers, mate. Appreciate Cheers. it. Thank you, bro. So great, Solomon, uh, to uh, give me some uh, time there. Um, now uh, get, we get a bit, bit more of a. Um, 
uh, an Antonio Mumaya uh, of, of, of what's going on down there in South with Del McLeod now. Uh, he uh, explains why uh, perhaps um, some of those problems that they've been having, whereas Solomon was much more uh, about, look, we're going to try, with, um, but uh, the number of injuries they've had um, really does show, um, and uh, let's hear from Dale now, uh, as to what's been, uh, what, 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 why Southend have been struggling after, I say, those really a uh, uh, couple of games earlier in the season that were, were very promising. Uh, um, Waikato um, versus Southend in uh, the Bunnings MC with the head coach from Southend. Um, look, uh, it's been a, uh, a tough old season um, for you guys. You start off with the, the first couple of rounds uh, going really close, getting losing bonus points, and, and a, lot, a lot of us thought we had uh, a lot of promise there. But things seem to have um, kind of slipped away a little bit over the last uh, a few rounds. What's um, just running out of steam or, or, or depth of squad or something? What's, the, what's been what's Yeah, been for us it's our depth of squad. Uh, we got, I think, about 16, 17 boys injured at home. So oh, we just haven't got the ability to rest guys and rotate guys. And um, So we had a totally different 15 down on paper when we planned this trip three weeks ago. And um, none of them have actually made the, the group that, that actually went out tonight. And so when you look at some of the boys, we had boys that were on the bench and we wanted to give them... Um, Basically, hardly no time tonight, and they ended up playing. One of them played 65 minutes, come off the bench after 10 or 15 minutes. Our, our prop, Morgan Mitchell, but yeah, we we we're just really struggling with um, with injuries, and then we're just basically flogging the same players, and it makes it really tough. For this competition, is very tough. I, I, you know, I looked at it from three years ago. It's nowhere near where it is now. When you look at you know teams that have got um, seven internationals in their side, or 26 super players or 23 super players, you need that depth. And you even look at teams that are that started the season off well are starting to get a few injuries now. And if they don't have the depth, they'll just drop away as well. So it's a really tough comp. Yeah, I think we probably saw that because the first half, you know, they, they showed great spirit, being 40 nil down, uh, having had that record, they, they could have very easily have, have, uh, have, have crumbled, but they came back to 14 nil at half time. Uh, uh, yeah, so the, the spirit's there, um, but the, the body's just quite not, uh, just runs out of uh, runs out of energy in that second half. Yeah, correct. Uh, like so, even like so tonight, Josh Beckwith was going to come off at half time. Robbie Robinson was going to come off at half time, and um, but we had to leave Josh out there for the whole 80. So look. We just got boys that are that are getting very tired because they've played big minutes. They've played every game of the season, and and um, I think don't think too many teams will be able to run out the same team every week, and especially in storm week. And we're going to have to back the same group up again against Bar Plenty. So it's going to be a tough old week, to be fair. But the boys, like like you said, they're they're a great bunch of lads, and they they committed and um, work really hard. Got a great and. Um, you know, they really love each other's company, but mate, you know, when your tank's empty, your tank's empty, and there's not much you can do about it. Yeah, I've just been talking with Solomon Marla. He's talking about how much he's enjoying it down there, and, and how you have got a good a, a good group of uh, good group of lads down there. So that's uh, that, that's, that's great to hear from from that point of view. Um, on a, on a personal note, um, and you've you've had a bit of a uh, a cracking year, having some some opportunities that perhaps you weren't expecting um, 12 months ago. I mean, a bit of Super Rugby, a bit of international experience, and uh, uh, how have you managed to bring that back to the squad? And what's how's that grown, been for your personal growth? Uh, look, to be really fair, it's probably too many things in a season. Um, you know, I, I can't fit it all in. And um, look, I've really loved, really enjoyed my time with um, Moana Pacifica and and Tonga. Um, I'm back with both of them next year, and and. And before else, um, look, yeah, it'll probably mean that I, I might not be able to do um, my team anymore or NPC, sorry. But it's you know it's just a matter of fitting, especially with World Cup year next year. But I'm just working through all those logistics now. But really enjoyed my time and 
really enjoyed um, coaching with Aaron Major. He's just an outstanding man and um, great coach, and he's been really good for my development. And so I've learned a lot, but I've just really enjoyed the, the whole cultural thing, and um, that's been that's been really really cool to be part of. Great. Well, thank you for that. It's because I mean, one of the things I think a lot of coaches talk about with players is look is to to is to strive for more, take those opportunities, and so be a bit hypocritical not to also do the same yourself when it comes up. So uh, I think it's, it's living by example and shown by example is a good thing as well. So thank you for your time. No, thank you very and, much. And uh, good luck for the rest of the season, and also for well, those uh, big things next year as well. Yes, thank you very much. Cheers. Cheers. I was actually uh, when I was uh, doing stuff, I've missed. He said twenty-three and twenty-four, so he's around for two more years at Mwansukia and also um, through till after the World Cup with Tonga as well. So uh, great news for, um, for Dale there. Um, he's someone who we've talked to a number of times on this this channel and uh, so uh, great to see him uh, progressing and doing well um, himself. But look, 16 injuries um, for a uh, province like Southland. Uh, for any province that would struggle with that, but, but particularly for one of the smaller, one of the smaller provinces, uh, that is a massive loss. So you can understand why they have... Um, Slipped away uh, and uh, having a tough old um, season down there. I've been uh, a little bit critical of the um, the, the draw, um, but my understanding is that actually Southampton asked to have the um, three games away uh, as part of their storm week because that way uh, they could do it as a mini tour. Um, and for them, it's two flights to any game. Um, so um, by uh, if they were having so, so in some ways they actually reduced the number of flights they'd have to have uh, by. Uh, having um, Hawke's Bay, Waikato, and then Bay of Plenty. Three, three provinces that aren't necessarily that far apart, necessarily, from, from a coach, um, if you're driving a coach from that point of view. Um, so, um, yep, yeah, whilst I say, I've been critical in the past uh, or in previous weeks um, about the schedule that they've had. Uh, it looks like that they were given the choice of that. And uh, it's unfortunately not panned out the way they were expecting it to or hoping it would. Um, but that's just um, well, that's the way uh, the, uh, that, it's, that it's panned out, unfortunately, for them. Um, one of the things I've been trying to do um, during this uh, season is um, talking to um, players who are uh, kind of new to the scene or, 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 um, or, uh, or we don't necessarily hear from uh, that often. Um, so it's great to um, have a chat with Cortez Ratima, um, who obviously we've uh, got to know uh, not only through um, the uh, NPC, but also uh, his time now with the Chiefs as well. So I had a quick chat with him um, after the game as well. Here we are after Waikato versus Southland in the uh, Buttings MPC with Coach Rasma, the um, scrum half for, um, uh, for, for Waikato. Uh, so uh, you guys had a cracking start there, went out to a 14-0 lead, um, and then they came back into it. So, so uh, I mean, how was the feeling going in at half-time, uh, having, having let them back into the game? It was a little bit frustrating, actually. Um, the boys sort of took... Took the foot off the throttle, um, just weren't executing some of our things, eh? and um, we sort of let them back into the game. A few um, penalties, penalties that um, really, really let them into it, eh? and and we'll yeah, we got a good rack up at half time, and the boys ended up coming out, um, winning that ten minutes, and then sort of set us up for the for the rest of the game. So uh, we see that you're now a, a new super sub heading onto the onto the wing. Is that where you see your future run, running around in the space out there? <laughs> Hopefully not too much time out there. <laughs> just just um, do what I have to do. But but yeah, I don't I don't look forward to too much too much time on the wing. <laughs> no, you're not 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 okay. That's not uh, not 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 where you see yourself going. Um, 
coming into this season, off the back of your first season with Super Rugby, uh, how have you found that uh, difference coming into an NPC season with that with that grounding of all the strength and conditioning and stuff compared to last year? Does it, uh, does it set you up? Do you, do you feel uh, in a better place? Uh, and uh, do you feel you've really grown your rugby? Yeah, yeah, I think um, grown a lot more um, in terms of coming off the bench and, and trying to add good energy, stuff like that. Um, uh, yeah, putting putting the boys in the right part of the field as well. Um, it's really helped out a lot, and and just reacting to to the pictures that that are always changing around set piece and stuff. That's that's helpful for my vision and stuff, heaps. So it's been good. And uh, just be, I mean, being able to concentrate on rugby full time and not having to sort of uh, just do it Tuesday Thursday night, in having a day job and as, as in club rugby, has that also helped uh, help helps you concent- sort of focus on rugby this year? Yeah, man, that's awesome. Like. Uh, Get to do it, can't, can't even take that for granted. Um, yeah, just got to make the most of it while I can, eh? Hello, <laughs> you've got many years of it to come, though. Don't, 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 go, uh, yeah. don't go rushing it too much. But okay. so, and um, yourself and uh, Xavier Rowe, obviously, you, 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 you're kind of uh, um, frenemies here as you both fight for a jersey. Frenemies also at, uh, at the Chiefs. How, how are you finding it with uh, having uh, sort of like, all that time with him as well? No, it's been good. Like, um, ever since I come on the scene, we've, all, we've sort of been in the same. Same, same team actually, um, and he's been really good. Like he, he helps me out wherever he can, and if I can help him out, I'll, I'll try and help him out. But nah, nah, we're good. We, I think we, we, we work together pretty well, to be honest. Well, you haven't spent a lot of time together, so okay, it's uh, yeah, you have to you have to get on well, hopefully. But uh, it's, it's good to see you both growing and uh, and and, uh, and seeing your progression. Uh, the, the, the two of you and um, through the grades which is great to see so um, yeah, yeah. Um, it's, it's been a delight watching you over the last couple of years and uh, many years to come so thank you for your time and good luck for the season cheers thanks for having me eh? cheers thank okay. you and uh, the final interview of, the t- of this was with um, Ross Filippo the uh, head coach of um, Waikato I say at this point um, they uh, hadn't um, they were still unbeaten in the MPC they were going to go on to um, lose unfortunately at the weekend for them and uh, we'll get on to uh, um, that later. But uh, here's Ross um, chatting about how uh, how things have been going for them um, this uh, this season, and particularly after that game. Here we are after Waikato versus Southland with the uh, Waikato head coach Ross Filippo. Um, cracking start to the game, going 14 0 up. Must have been happy at that point, but um, to the, uh, then to let them back in and uh, be 14 0 at half time. Uh, I guess mixed emotions at that point. No, I mean, you know, we went at half time and. You know, we were we were pretty happy with um, you know how things the game had started, and I, we just had a discussion. You know, look, we we rotated a number of the squad, and, and there were new combinations out on the field for the first time, so that we knew there was going to be a you know a few moments where there was teething problems and stuff, and we just talked around um, you know making making sure we didn't get stuck just playing in the middle of the field, and and we needed to. Be a bit more diligent around how we how we worked our way up the field. So um, the boys understood that at halftime, and then um, I thought in the second half they started the second half really well, and then they just kind of started to get into their work slowly. And and as the game wore on, it's um, things started to open up a bit more. I'm not sure about well, work slowly. I mean, we were talking; it was a 50-point second half. Um, now, admittedly, uh, the uh, seven of those were from uh, the opposite. But yeah, but 40 odd points is 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 pretty quick. Um, quick work in that <laughs> second half to be to be fair to the boys. Um, that's uh, obviously uh, how. So I guess this is, we talked last time about this being your first storm week yep. um, and uh, and dealing with that. So how, how have you found uh, having to back up and I guess do all of the review and all of the game planning in a much uh, shorter shorter time shorter 
last time sorry yeah. <laughs> um, oh you know we're conscious of the fact that there is there's not as many opportunities to, to spend throughout the you know the lead into the game um, having conversations and, and obviously um, getting getting down new concepts so we, we've been really really um, careful around how much information we give um, and, and how much you know we, we try and get the boys to, to take on board uh, that's probably been the most important thing is sometimes less is more yep and um, so again, and again back uh, so you already done some of the sort of preparation for the game this weekend or is it all, is it all into it tonight and uh, and early tomorrow morning having to yeah no I spent most of most of most of today leading into this game kind of um, having a look at Otago and and then beyond that um, you know but we're really kind of whittling it down to a hand, you know a real small handful of things we, we just want to make sure that we can approach that game fresh physically ready and, and mentally ready to play on on Sunday so yeah, uh, so just three more games um, to go uh, for the uh, for the regular season uh, with five, uh, sorry, six wins and one draw. You must be very happy with how things are, how, how things are progressing. Um, still okay with the sort of not not too many injuries and happy with how the, the sort of freshness of the squad uh, coming towards the, the uh, sharp end of the season. Yeah, I think I think mentally the the team's still really really engaged. Yeah, obviously um, the compounding weeks as you get to the back end of the composition, bodies are starting to get a bit tight. Uh, we've talked a lot around how we recover, and um, we, we've asked our players to be, you know, be transparent and honest around uh, making sure that they're tending to that side of, of, of their job. Um, by and large, the, the, the buy-in's been pretty, pretty high, and the uptake's pretty good. You know, we've got a great leadership group that, um, that that are really encouraging of our young guys and drive professional habits every day. So, um, yeah, I mean. I guess the thing from board is making sure that, yeah, like you said, we, we, we try and freshen people up. Uh, we still stimulate them mentally and make sure that they're engaged. Um, but at the same time, we, we still enjoy what we do. You know, like it's it's um, it's a tough competition this year. And um, you know, I was just talking to Dale McLeod now, and he said, you know, there's a high number of injuries in their group, and it can happen to any team. You know, so it's the making sure that. You, you look after your players and, and, and if you've got the ability to rotate them to, to freshen people up then, then you do that and you trust the, the other guys in the group that haven't had the same amount of access Yeah and having players like Xavier Rowe, Corsi Drasma having two Super Rugby players in a, in a key position like nine and be able to rotate them is, is, a, is yeah, I guess that's the kind of luxury that, uh, that you're looking for and, uh, and, and, and works well so um, good luck with the last three games heading towards finals and uh, thank you for your time Cheers, yeah, cheers thank you So that was Ross Aiden uh, um, there after that, uh, after um, uh, Waikato um, versus Southland there. And uh, interesting hearing him um, uh, yeah, talk about, so yeah, keep trying to keep them mentally fresh uh, and engaged uh, in the uh, uh, in, in, in the process. And clearly, he said, yeah, there's going to be tired bodies when you're at this probably the stage of the season. Let's run through the game from the weekend. So um, Taranaki, Swarth Manor with 234 to 24. Um, two teams um, not uh, or struggling this season, so probably an important win for um, Taranaki. Um, counties hosted Canterbury, um, losing that one 39 to 44. So uh, pushing Canterbury close there by counties, which is uh, when uh, Canterbury are currently um, the uh, top seed with 36 points. Uh, uh, that's uh, a good um, loss, a good performance, if not a good result um, there for um, for counties. Auckland beat Tasman 30 to uh, 27. 
um, keeping their push, um, chasing uh, Canterbury, so both in the um, evens pool there. Tasman, not having a great season by their standards. Three wins, five losses, but still in the top four there, still in the playoffs, still in with a shout. Um, a dangerous team to meet in the playoffs because, uh, yeah, they could have some players back and it all could get, um, they could suddenly come good. Um, then the big game of the weekend, Ranfilly Shield, Hawks Bay versus Wellington. Hawks Bay held on to this for a very long time, uh, the, the Ranfilly Shield, but lost it 12 to 19. Um, massive win um, for Wellington there. Now, Wellington, a team I've been talking about, they, they're having an up and down season. Suddenly, there were six wins and two losses um, just behind Waikato um, by uh, 31 points to 28 points, just three points behind them in that in, in the odds pool. They're one and two there. Um, so, yeah, Wellington um, sneaked up, uh, uh, sneakily having a very good season or a, a good season um, there. Uh, and uh, it should be a cracking game this coming weekend as uh, Wellington host Waikato in their first round fairly shield defence. So um, really, really big game um, this uh, coming weekend. If Wellington managed to defend the shield, they will lock it up for the summer. If not, if Waikato win the shield, they'll have to defend it in the final round robin week against a Bay of Plenty. So um, uh, lots of intrigue there. Personally, I was looking forward to, I, I, I like it when the shield is moving around. I don't like it when it's with one, with one uh, province for too long. And it's been with um, the uh, with Hawks Bay for a while now. Um, but uh, seeing it go to Wellington, one of the big centres, um, not necessarily um, a, a big fan of it so heading there because it tends to get stuck in places like Auckland, um, Waikato, Canterbury. Uh, and uh, so getting stuck, uh, I wouldn't want it to see it stuck in Wellington for a couple of years. Um, I want to keep see it keep moving, um, hopefully. Um, on to the Sunday then, three games on Sunday. Um, Otago beat Waikato in a close one at 27-20, um, inflicting the first loss of the season for um, Waikato. So congratulations to Otago um, there. Um, Waikato, um, obviously, are they coming off the end, well, the end of their storm week. Um, uh, that uh, um, will obviously takes, takes it out of the team. Um, but uh, and a team that Waikato has got has got an attacking style um, that really requires players uh, to um, know each other and how they're playing. It's not a very structured style, uh, as you um, as you watched, uh, and um, and therefore it re really requires uh, a much more an intuitive feel as to where your uh, support runners are going to be, etc., um, for that one to work. So, um, yep, uh, one there for Waikato. One uh, so so. Waikato, when they're switching up team, uh, as Ross talked about last uh, in, in, the, uh, in the interview there, um, it's, uh, it can disrupt them um, quite considerably. Bay of Plenty got a big win over Southland, 54 to 21. Not a surprise there after we heard from Dale McLeod about all those injuries, about how to use the same team back to back to back. Um, so, uh, yeah, big win there for Bay of Plenty, but one that we I think uh, we all probably should have seen, um, seen coming. Northland, 21. North Harbour, 48. Wow. Now, Northland be a team that uh, a lot of play, a lot of uh, people had been um, worried about. Um, but two losses on the bounce now for Northland um, has seen them slip out of um, playoff, out of the playoffs. Now, they have got a game in hand over Tasman, so they can climb back into it. They're one point behind them on the table. Um, North Harbour there um, got themselves up to third in the evens pool behind Canterbury and Auckland. It's going to be hard. To, I can't see them. Oh, it's going to be hard for them to overtake Auckland. Um, but uh, 
yeah, having a cracking season for um, uh, for North Harbour there, getting themselves up into uh, third place in that pool and uh, looking good for um, uh, some finals um, footy. Um, so that's the results from the uh, weekend. The quick reminder, Waikato, Wellington, um, uh, followed by Bay of Plenty, Hawke's Bay, top the, uh, the top end of the, the Olds pool, um, whereas um, the Evens pool is Canterbury, Auckland, uh, North Harbour and Tasman um, currently. Um, midweek game is Taranaki versus Counties Manukau, uh, which is tomorrow night. Uh, look, Aaron um, uh, Lawton, who is the uh, CEO um, of Counties, uh, I'm hoping to interview him to talk about how he's looking at using his Silver Lake money to grow the game in counties. Um, so uh, uh, I'll be hopefully try and get that interview um, this week. Uh, so really looking forward to that one. But yeah, counties on that storm week, coming off the uh, back of that loss to Canterbury, up against Taranaki, and then they've uh, their final game of um, the uh, the season um, is away to Southland. So um, with the two teams there who are struggling in Taranaki and Southland, can counties um, get uh, a couple of wins that would give them an outside chance of um, getting into finals footy? It really is outside. Um, it just needs a couple of points by Hawks Bay, and it'll be um, beyond them um, to get there. But um, um, but yeah, we'll see uh, how that one uh, pans out uh, for for counties uh, at uh, with, with that game on um, Wednesday night. So that, folks, that's uh, is everything I was going to have a chat about um, this week. Thank you so much for Nocturnal Rights, um, Morris Bass, and uh, also um, Simon Hughes for joining me in the and also Richie from the uh, Standoff Show um, joining me in the uh, live chat. Uh, the plan is for the show to be on a Tuesday night um, from now on, folks. So uh, thank you so much um, for uh, joining. And please do uh, whack that into your calendars for your regular evening viewing. If not, don't forget you can catch us as a podcast as well uh, on the Social New Zealand Sport Radio and your favourite podcatcher. Have a great week. Uh, and don't forget you can have a chat with me at Driving Mall, drawing live games on Twitter uh, for whilst uh, yeah, when the game's on this weekend. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 